Welcome everyone to the After Hours Adventures podcast. It's five o'clock somewhere and that somewhere is here. I am your host, Jonathan Eugene Yan. Substances are on the table and are also already having been ingested. I guess tonight's a weed night for some of you guys? Look, if you're not from California, it is completely illegal here to smoke it right No now. one said anything about the legality. I'm just saying, are you guys okay? Oh my goodness. We do I... not endorse illicit drugs on this program. All of us are over the age of consent. consent. Wait, no, that's not, that's not the one. That's legality. Which is not necessary for this, but God good damn that it. we all are, I guess. And we are all consenting. God. Welcome to session three. I, again, am your host turned Dungeon Master, Jonathan Eugene Yan, joined by my lovely, slightly high, I think, players, Michelle Ahn. Hey, besties. Eric McGill. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Kylie Gibson. What's up, guys? So, we are once again hopping into the realm of Zenith, back into the kingdom of Kaliwek, where our adventurers last time did... You know, they, they did a pretty good job. We're not going to talk about, you know, who rolled what and how many fucking nat 20s were rolled. And <sighs> y- your DM had a bad time last time. Let's just put it at that. My fucking guy did nothing, man. But we're not talking about it. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about it. We. I refuse. Anyways. So before we start today's session, let's do a quick recap. Last time you guys went into the sewers having, after having decided that you guys were teaming up to go and capture or kill the frog demon Mogren. You guys went to the location described on the bounty and found a town guard who looked very, very sleepy and not really caring of what you guys were doing. He allowed you guys into the sewers and you guys went down. You guys thought that it'd be a good idea to maybe enlist the help of some rodents. However, that kind of went sour immediately as you guys were ambushed by a giant rat and two friends. One very quick battle later, you guys managed to befriend the rat, speak to it, intimidate it a little bit, and then convince it to help you guys find where the giant demon toad was. After a trek into the gross sewers, eventually the rat led you guys to its own little pile of dirt and various treasures that it had. You guys continued the way that it had led you guys, trying your best to be <laughs> stealthy, which, uh, you know, always works. <clears throat> which always works. Eventually, the party entered the master room after finding a small cache of treasure. They entered the room to find Mogren, who looked as pissed as you would expect from a massive demon monster. It finished up eating the humanoid that it had been eating. You guys engaged in combat with it and were doing very well until in the very last moment, Davina, while she was about to go up for the killing blow, had a sudden strange vision of another possibility in which Mogren had been able to attack a creature from the side. This prophecy in her head ended up being true as when she wasn't able to finish off the monster, another creature ran into the room and was quickly swallowed up by Mogren. Thankfully, you guys were able to finish off Mogren very, very quickly with Tucker delivering the final blow. As Mogren shrunk to the size that it actually was, a creature was kind of spit out of its mouth and you guys decided to carry it away. So you guys have a dead tiny demon toad as well as a unconscious, you guys had actually uh, stabilized it, not healed it, so it's still unconscious, but you guys stabilized this other random humanoid red creature. And that is where we are now. So, um, I, f- I feel like we should tie this guy up. We don't really know what he's capable of. 
I think we should figure out what kind of creature this is, if it's dangerous or not. That's true. I will say this much, uh, Tara, you definitely don't know what this is. You've been in the depths this entire time, yeah, in yeah. shit, knee-deep in shit. However, Tucker and Davina, there's a very high chance that you at least, you probably haven't encountered one of these before, but you might know what it is. So why don't you both give me history checks? Nine, twelve, negative two. Oh so my goodness, seven. so seven. Fifteen minus one, fourteen. <laughs> Methinks that you have bad intelligence. Uh, so you said fourteen? Yeah. Okay. Tucker, this is a hobgoblin. What you would know about hobgoblins is that they are kind of the elite foot soldiers of Heru, the kingdom of goblin kind. We stabilized a hobgoblin? Correct. On purpose! I clearly knew what it was. <laughs> well, it was, I'll say it was the heat of battle. You had to remember what it was. Because you haven't really seen one of these in person, but the descriptors are all there. It is red skinned, it has heavy plate armor, it has a long sword at its side that you do see, it has very, very well kept hair, and it, when it ran in earlier, it did have an, a strange air of like superiority almost when it was talking to you guys. Very interesting. A hobgoblin. Um, you also do recall that it was injured earlier when it ran in, and it looked like it was in a rush. I would like to. Search the body okay. for any gold and such stuff. Uh, would everyone like to roll investigation checks as you guys investigate the body? Seven plus one, eight. Eleven minus two, nine. Nine plus zero is nine. So the highest one we had was eleven? So eight, nine, nine. Good god. I will say this. He's wearing armor. And, I mean, he has a weapon at his side. He has a bag on his back. And we don't know what's in the bag because we're bad at investigating. You, I mean, you, you, that's on an initial, like, combed through, essentially. But you guys do notice there's a bag on his back. Okay. Let's investigate. Yeah, I want to investigate Would you guys like bag. to just open it and pop it open and see yeah. what's in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Let's roll to untie it. <laughs> Sleight of hand check. Sailor's not <laughs> DC oh, no. 25. My Double mortal enemy, a sailor's not. <laughs> Double knotted. Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, no, God, you guys absolutely cannot do it. No intelligence um, checks for these. Here is what you guys find here. You guys find a regular dagger. You guys find two sticks of dynamite. Useful. You guys find a map. You guys find one mysterious small vial of liquid. It is red. What is the map of? Would you like to open the map? Yes. Wait, no. Someone check it for magical traps. Oh, identify is a ritual spell. So if you would like to use it, it can take. It'll take ten minutes, but you can essentially hold it and decipher if there's anything strange with it. And you cast it identify on the map. Uh, she could do both, right? Yeah, she can. That, yeah, yes. It doesn't. So if you cast it as a ritual spell, it does not take spell slots. Okay. So okay. it will take twenty minutes if you guys are alright with that to do both. So this map is a normal map. It was. Just the paper, is, there's nothing special about the paper, the ink, anything, it is not trapped, there's nothing with it. The potion, however, it is very good that you decided to cast Identify on it, because it is not a healing potion. Instead, it has an illusion spell casted on it to make it appear as a beneficial potion or a potion oh of healing. God. It is actually a potion of poison. Potion. As a rogue, I would love to Yeah, I was going to give that... I was opt to give it to him because any person with a piercing weapon probably has the best benefit with that. Yeah. I will say you cannot, this is not something you can coat your weapons with. Oh. 
If you wanted to slip it into someone's drink, you would need the entire thing. The entire thing? Yes. How, like milliliters or something? How big is it? I haven't been in class for a long time in terms of measuring milliliters, but I will say that it is a pretty small amount. It does not take like much. A shot? Yeah. It's a shot, yeah. 40 milliliters. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> so accurate all of a sudden. What? Nothing. Gotta know the right measurements. Uh, yeah. For the important Ignoring the fact that when I typically drink, I normally just chug. Whether it's soju, vodka, gin, absinthe, etc. It's like, I don't know. Tears of my enemies. Okay. I don't know Tears of so, my enemies, yes. The blood of my enemies. Official name of this potion of poison? Potion of, it's literally potion of poison. Potion of poison. No objections from me having the potion of poison? No. No objections here. And then... Last thing from that. And the dagger. I'll take the dagger. You could use it to draw Good stuff point. in the sand. You could use it to activate traps by just throwing and cutting mm -hmm. rope. And then also, there might be a time at some point where you would want to actually use it. Oh, yeah. Like, your, I'm I don't know. Someone. Your, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a 13-year-old child. <laughs> first thought. First thought of Davina over here. Was it because I'm mugging someone? Wonderful. So, who is opening the map? Oh, it's a normal map, right? Yeah. Um, you were holding it for identifier, right? Yeah, I'd like to open the map. Okay. You open the map and you see a... Uh, give me an inside check. I can't breathe. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a picture. It's, it's a picture. I'm illiterate! <laughs> it's a picture. There's no, like, uh, key or anything. Oh, like two. Uh, you have a modifier? <laughs> minus something. Plus 12. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus one, so three. You don't know what this is. No. It looks like a map of something. Uh, would anyone else like to peek at it over her shoulder? Yeah. I would love to. Uh, give me uh, insight checks. Actually, as a matter of fact, this is kind of funny. You do not need to make an insight check because your character knows what this is. Oh. Uh, oh. Davina, what did you roll? 14? Mm -hmm. uh, this looks like it could be a map of the sewers. Oh. And again, as mentioned prior, Tucker actually has pre-existing like knowledge of the sewers as a smuggler you mm -hmm. this is you immediately recognize it it is a map of the sewers interestingly enough there is small little drawings of weird little rectangles placed next to each other and they are interspread throughout certain areas that you identify as being kind of like walls so pairs of rectangles mm -hmm. That are connected by something? Or? They aren't connected by something, they're just placed right next to each other. Okay, so so two overlapping rectangles. Yes, thank you. So like, it looks like a bag, maybe? Or it could be passageways mm -hmm. with one doorway are, and another doorway being represented. There are ten of them in total, and they are all placed around a very specific spot, it seems like. Do I recognize the spot as anywhere of importance? Yes, because you try your very hardest to avoid this area, typically in terms of leaving this area. It is directly below the city armory. Oh, no. Do I know what these rectangles are? Would you like to make an insight check? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. I got eight plus two is ten. I'm wise, but dumb. <laughs> it might have something to do with other objects that were inside the bag. What, what else was in the bag? Poison, a dagger, and dynamite. Oh! They were going to break in? They were going to kill someone. Sounds like they were going to bring the army. Wait, so armor. there's ten bundles of two sticks. Mm. Oh my. So twenty. And there were... There were how many sets of squares? Ten. Oh. Which means... That there's going to be nine other hobgoblins, probably. Whoa. Okay. In the sewers. 
That's my guess. Because if there's ten dynamites and this guy only has one, that makes two. me think one bundle of two. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if he only has one, that implies that there will be nine other hobgoblins, each with their own bundle, to deliver. Is it? I mean, is it worth our effort to go find these? I think we can gain favor of like the town somehow if we. Because this is possibly like a giant terrorist attack that they're creating if they have this much dynamite. So if we could find proof that this existed in the sewers and we have all these hobgoblins, we could be paid handsomely for that. We also know that he had poison and he had a dagger. But that's just one. So if they all had that, it might have been like a group like intrusion. And it was under the armory, you said? Wait. What sick fuck would send their minions with a fake health potion for them to think that they were healing themselves, but it in fact is it's, it's it's poisoned? I would never tell. So it's either sabotaged by the, or, or not sabotaged, but in reality, like a guarantee that if you have someone who's ill and like in on your plan that they would drink this thinking that they would be healed and then they would inevitably die or this is to make sure that like if you get captured you can't give any information so like it's like cyanide with like a cyanide pill yeah no matter what we're assuming here that the hobgoblin was deceived to think it was an actual health potion or that they knew that it was he's still alive I forgot, yeah. didn't we kill him? No, we just stabilized him. And took him Oh, stuff. we didn't fight him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't remember. How did we kill the him? Toad fought him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to call this now. Eric, take a swig for completely forgetting the pain details. Not of coffee, you ho. <laughs> Excuse you, it's after 5 p.m. Chuck, 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 chuck. For those Same. of you who can't see it, we are drinking uh, soju. Oh, soju. specifically. Hold on, hold on. I would never say you to regular soju. We are. Well, what is regular soju? The um, general, like, green ones. Oh, like the flavored ones? Yeah. Like and the those pea. are not the regular these? ones. These are the regular yeah, ones. Yeah, these are the regular. Those are flavored. Specifically, we are drinking Jiro Soju. I already had a full bottle, as you can kind of tell. Uh, we're drinking Jiro Soju. Um, Eric is referencing, typically we actually drink flavored soju, however, since moving to K-Town, I have been convinced by all of my Korean friends that I am a small bitch if I am drinking the flavored sort, so... Let us be bitches, though! I know, right? I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to drink this. Bitch, don't worry. <laughs> hey, bitch, we still have drinking tonight. We gotta figure out what this guy is up to. He's I... ugly. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> We're glad you don't like him. Davina is getting paid this weekend to be one of the participants of the uh, the open mic roast. Just <laughs> uh, practice for me. Um, He's ugly. We should wake him up. That seems like a good idea. How do we wake him up? Could slap him. Go ahead, Davina. I have rope. We don't need to choke him. It doesn't have to go around his neck. <laughs> yeah, I can whip him awake. <laughs> I would like to remind everyone that at the beginning of this campaign, people were saying that I was the sadist. <laughs> Let it be known. Do we have any water? 
Yeah, uh, I believe that both Davina and Tucker actually have water skins that are filled with water. Can we pour water on his face? <laughs> you were talking about. <laughs> ah. Uh, I'm gonna crouch in front of his face and just kind of like. Just with my turn hand. like. <laughs> Rapid fire, smack that bitch. Are you awake? Water? No. You can take some water, probably. I mean, Tucker, Davina, you guys have water skins. I have water skin, yeah. I'm yeah. assuming that my water skin is full of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please use a portion of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I, I grab the, the water skin and I unscrew the cap. No, I uncork it. Yeah. I doubt they have threading. <laughs> uncork the, the water skin and just kind of drop just for a moment, turn it Drop a few um, milliliters. Chinese water poetry on an unconscious body. Oh my I don't know how you describe small portions of water, but those uh, onto his uh, face. You guys have been out of combat for a while now. Um, you guys have also. He's been unconscious for a while now. Oh yeah, we did 20 minutes of finding out the map. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, guy's just, this guy's just dying on the floor. We're like, come on, ritual time. <laughs> we need to steal his shit, guys. I'll say at this point, enough time has passed to where he isn't. He doesn't have HP necessarily, but he is kind of regaining consciousness slowly. So you guys hear eventually. <gasps> What are you holding up? A little, the little vial that you have had in your pack. He uh, struggles and tries to lunge for it, but his shoulders don't even get off the ground. He's like, <clears throat> Without letting him respond, I would like to open it and put it towards his mouth. Because he's either going to willingly want to take it, Ooh. or he's going to know I'm trying to poison him. He moves towards the poison as you try to do it. So he thinks it's he, a health he, potion. No, not necessarily. No, he's, it's either a health potion or he wants to kill himself. Yeah, he's been compromised. He kind of like, as you like move it slowly towards him, at first he tries to keep his cool, then as it gets almost close enough, he lunges forward, but he's too tired. <laughs> I am going to snatch it out of the way and say, I can save you. What? <clears throat> what do you want? Information. I was working alone. I have no idea who you are. Kill me. So you do know what this is? No idea. Health potion, right? Yeah, heal me. Dumps it on the floor. Fuck! Ah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> what a waste. You can remove that from your I inventory now, Eric. I could have killed people with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my intimidation is plus five. <laughs> he he, like he looks with despair at it and kind of... Seems to be running through like a million emotions a second, and then eventually just... <sighs> Damn it. Tucker is also looking at you with despair. <laughs> what? I'm going to grab one of his hands, and mm. I'm going to take the dagger, and I'm going to slowly push mm. it underneath one of his claws. Okay. And start asking him, Who do you work for? He... Spits in your face. <laughs> if All right. you think something that simple is gonna be enough, 
with that, I'm going to completely rip off that nail. Okay, roll an attack roll. Actually, no, this automatically hits, I'll say, because you're doing a very specific thing and he can't defend himself. Roll damage. D4 plus 2. 1. Plus. 2 piercing. 3. Give me a luck check. Ooh. 19. Give me a medicine check. 5. Total. He falls back unconscious. Should we charm him? Will it work if he's not awake? I've only ever done it on conscious people, so I'm not too sure. Use the water. I don't know if he'll wake up this quickly. It's only been a few seconds since he just almost died. Kill him. We know where the others are. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> we know where the others are. Uh, you guys gonna execute this guy? No. I wanna wake him up and kill him. <laughs> Again, would like to remind everyone listening like that innocent dwarf little girl. A few sessions prior, I seem to recall everyone being like, "Ah, yes, Jonathan, Eugene Yan will be the sadist of the group." We here have fucking claw removal. We have we must wake them up before we kill them. <coughs> let me let me find my soapbox real quick. We have someone finding fucking like rope to fucking choke them out. Nah, dude. It's it's the difference between the the evil dying with purpose and the innocent dying without. So, what's the verdict? Water and knife. Oh, jeez. I want to turn him into an angel. <laughs> I think he'll look prettier that way. Horrifying. Oh uh, okay, so who is the doing the killing police. blow? Uh, Alright, so I'll, I'll pour slightly more globulets of water onto his face. Does not wake up. Are we done with him yet? Try some more water, please. Does not wake up. The only reason he was able to wake up earlier was because it was close to an hour since he had gone unconscious. Okay. Gonna be in the back chanting, Angel, 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 Angel. Very well. We could just collect our bounty and report the plot to the nobles for a reward. Who could bring the body? Let's do it. We're gonna leave him. Well, I, no, we're gonna kill him. Please use the fingernail stabber to stab him in the leg bleeder. <laughs> what? I don't know what this is called. You gave me my own idea. Describe um, how you kill this enemy that has been downed. I'm going to unceremoniously stab him in the stomach and then turn the blade around a bit just to make sure all the organs get really fucked up. And oh, wonderful. Yes. Out. You stab it in the stomach. No reaction. It's still unconscious. Its body is exhausted, although now it's kind of not going to have a chance to wake up at all. Uh, and you kind of jimmy uh, the, the, the knife around a little bit, making sure to cut through as much as possible. Um, eventually, you are satisfied with your handiwork and you... Yeah, it's dead. Alright, let's go. Yep. Cool. You guys have the map. Go ahead and everyone give me an insight check. Not 20. Hobgoblins are not the chain of command. If it was 10, fine. If it was 1, fine. Either way, that dynamite being left there is a pretty bad idea. Well, he's dead. Let's take the head. And uh, walk towards some dynamite. Would the armor fit in the backpack? It's gonna be heavy, but yeah, you guys could bring it with you. Because then we can sell it, right? Yeah. I assume heavy armor would go. You for can a lot. absolutely sell it. Yep. Put it in yours. 
Well, yours is empty. Mine's full of stuff. Right, but I'm small, you are big, and yeah. Okay, so heavy mm-hmm. armor. So what do we do about the long sword? I could carry it, or uh, I could carry it. Tara could carry it. <clears throat> I don't want to carry it, though. I could carry it. Hold up. What are you carrying? The map and the backpack. I say she gets the head. <laughs> okay. I say I get the head, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take it. Are you going to put it in your backpack? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so much blood all over the place. I'm going to move the map. Okay. That's... The map will go on my tits. I advise you to not be that idiotic. <laughs> I'm going to take a piece of this hobgoblin's clothing and go... I <laughs> And then I'm going to wrap up the head in his clothing and put it in the backpack. <laughs> and punch the table. I'm just going to glare at her the whole time and think how dumb she is. Right. So you guys have done this now? What would you guys like to do next? You guys have decapitated a hobgoblin, taken all of his shit, and also used his clothes now to wipe off blood from his own head. Now wrap. Tara, may I see the map? Here's the map. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You do feel handy in a fight, though. I'll admit. I mean, you are, uh... Clumsy, to say the least, but uh, thanks for what you did back there. I couldn't kill the toad. Yeah, you couldn't. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Come on, guys, no fighting. Here's the map. Thank you. Let's go! And I'm just gonna start <laughs> skipping ahead. I'm going to look at the map. And, <laughs> and figure out where we are and where we need to go to find the nearest stick of dynamite. Yeah, I mean, it's not far. You guys, uh, as a matter of fact, it's literally just down the fucking hall that the Hobgoblin came from. Oh, oh so they could have heard us talking yeah. if they were standing by the dynamite. Yeah, if this Hobgoblin had a partner, it would have absolutely heard you guys. I say we go searching. I agree. Six. Thirteen. Alright, so six plus six is twelve. Okay. Uh, you start sneaking through, groping the wall. You can't see anything. Uh, but you don't hear anything. <laughs> as a, as a reminder. No, you don't find the dynamite. Can we follow him? <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me, yes, you can. And let me lay out the scene essentially. You guys kind of put heads together. Alright. Tucker is clearly the most stealthful of all of us. And you guys send Tucker on his way, the two of you being bullies and wanting to see Tucker groping through the dark as he tries to be stealthy. Tucker, you are fully just immersed in thinking like, yes, I am doing it. I'm doing it. I'm not tripping. I'm not making a fool out of myself this time. I'm, you're, you're kind of shuffling your feet a little bit, as a matter of fact, to make sure that you don't trip over something. Mm-hmm. And from behind, you guys just see the tortoise. I am stealthy. I am stealthy. Until I go around the corner, right? What do you mean? Well, they, they said they were going to follow you. We're following. Mm. Uh, you guys follow him. He hasn't tripped yet. But yeah, you guys continue, and after a while, uh, if you guys you guys are probably going to need to tell him to stop, otherwise it's just going to keep going. Uh, but you guys do see a uh, bundle of dynamite on the wall. Oh, so it's just... Let's just go around collecting them then? If they're just like, there? Yeah. Is that what you're gonna do? 
Are you gonna yell anything at Tucker as he's 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 he is now past it? As a matter of fact, he didn't. He wasn't. It wasn't at his height. Yeah, I'm just gonna take it off the wall. As he as he keeps shuffling. Okay. Hold your horses, there, speedy hair. I have no hair. Realize H A R E doesn't translate well, but it's still a good joke. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's a bit. You're doing a bit. I'm trying my bestest. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna take the dynamite off the wall and I'm going to put it in the backpack and ask him to look at the map again. You guys don't have a light currently? Is somebody gonna? Uh, I'm gonna light the rapier. Okay. Okay. Uh, you light the rapier. You can see now. Uh, would you like to continue collecting other dynamite? Yeah. Okay, cool. You guys just start walking around collecting dynamite. Uh, you guys kind of do the whole track around. No other creatures interrupt you guys for the most part. Um, you guys kind of see a few like small little rats scurrying back and forth, but nothing like the giant rat that you guys had to deal with before. As you guys approach the very last one that was essentially on the other side of the wall from the fight with the giant toad, um, you guys notice that you guys have to turn around a bend and as you do uh who is approaching the dynamite Me. where have you guys been putting them i because i have the map i would have eight and she would have one and there's one on a wall wonderful as you guys approach this last one and since you guys had mentioned earlier that you guys were not stealthing but instead approaching as a group i need everybody to give me a deck saving throw Nine. Oh, at least nine. we saved time. <laughs> <laughs> so nine. 18 plus two, 20. 13 plus one, 14. So everybody passes except for Davina. So what ends up happening is as you guys are approaching that last stick of dynamite, it's a little bit of a weird curve situation in terms of the sewer architecture. So as you guys go to approach it from the other end, from the end that you did not approach, a flaming streak of arrow flies through the air, an arrow that was on fire, strikes that dynamite as you're about to approach it and ex promptly explodes. The two that passed, you each take eight points of damage. Oh, oh yeah. Too and the person that fails, you take 17 points of damage I as doubt. this explodes in your face. Oh. Just a massive <laughs> ricochets. You briefly are all disoriented as you hear ringing noises in your ears. Um, however, as you guys are kind of on the ground regaining your bearings, uh, I will say that the two that are still conscious, as I believe Davina has probably hit the ground unconscious at this point, the two that are still conscious, you guys see a figure wearing very similar armor as the one that you uh, as the creature that you guys dealt with earlier running sprinting down the hallway at us uh, away from you guys let's see how speedy you are go get him what we need to save her yes i will pick her up and take her you go get him <laughs> we, need to, like, we need to roll to save her now oh roll to save uh yeah, in I... which case also everybody roll initiative for me including her yes actually <laughs> Uh, 16 plus 2, 18. 16 plus 1, 17. 7. Okay, first up in the initiative order, Tucker, that is you. Your rapier is glowing. I am going to first just run 30 feet. Okay. And then reassess. You run 30 feet with your light. Uh, you see him 20 feet in front of you. Do I see anyone else? No. I am going to use my dash but not all of it, to 
Move. You already used your movement, so you're using your action now? My bonus. Ah, I, see. I see. So you're using your bonus action to use 20 feet of your movement? Uh, not 20. Oh. I don't want to get all the way up to him. I want to move just closer than 20 feet away from him. I want to move to 10 feet away from him. Okay. I would like to take out my short bow and attack him from 10 foot. Roll me an attack, see if you hit. As a reminder, he is wearing heavy armor. Oh no. I don't know what this means. <laughs> uh, that's five. Plus two is seven. It should be plus four for a bow. Oh, right, sorry. That plus is four. a nine. So nine. It misses. It dinks off his armor. Yeah, I'll get within five feet of him. Okay. You get within five feet of him. Uh, that is the end of your turn. So you kind of, being very cautious, which is a good idea, you run after this guy and try to shoot an arrow. It dinks off of his chainmail, and you run a little bit closer, just within range. So if he just continues to try to turn tail and run, you'll be able to get a strike on him. Tara, that is your turn. I'm going to stabilize. Roll me a medicine check. Ooh, snap, girl. Yeah, I got a snap. What'd you get it? 16 plus 1 is 7. Ooh, immediately. 18 plus 1. I'm sorry, 18 plus 1. 19, you stabilize Davina. Davina is no longer at risk of dying. Yeah, I'm going to pick her up and start carrying her in the direction of Tucker. Okay. <laughs> you still have your bonus action, now you are 30 feet closer, so you are back within 60 feet. Um, which technically you can't see him, but you do know where he is. You could sing down the hallway and try to give uh, Please, that would help me. Tucker a bardic. I know you're chasing the guy and blew up, so if I was going to sing something to inspire you... Down the hallway, uh, this is actually very reminiscent of your home in a funny way. Um, you do like a yodel down, (laughs) down the the sewage passway, and uh, Tucker, you hear this music and feel energized, despite the fact that you just feel so self important. (laughs) As a reminder, you get to choose after seeing your d20 roll whether or not you want to use the Bardic Inspiration dice, you don't need to decide beforehand. So you have 1d6 inspiration you can add to your next roll if you'd like. You have 10 minutes to use it. Uh, That is now the Hobgoblin's turn. The Hobgoblin is actually going to take a swing on you. You see it does have a long sword of its own. It's going to use it with one hand. That is a 17... a 20 to hit? 17. Oh, it's a 20, so it hits. Um, That is 3 damage as it slices into you. And then it seems to have noticed that you're having a bit of an issue actually like hitting it, so it's going to just take the opportunity attack and run. So you can make an opportunity attack on it if you'd like. Yeah. Stop chasing me. You don't know what you're dealing with. You bastard, get back here. Yeah, okay, eight. <laughs> does not hit, stinks off right. his armor again. And how far away does he go? 30 feet? 30 feet. Okay. That is Davina's turn, Davina's unconscious, Tucker, that is back to you. He you... still hasn't been hit, by the way. Alright, I will, once again, run within 5 feet of him. Okay. You run forward 30 feet again, you guys are kind of playing tag at this point almost. Yeah, I'm probably going to die doing this. And I'm going to roll to hit with my rapier. Okay. 17 Ooh, yeah. plus 4, do I need to do the inspiration? You don't know. Yes. 
17 plus 4 is 21. That and is armor... very, very high already in terms of armor. Yeah. Well, I know that's what? my maximum armor. Yeah. If I go into my shell armor defense. We don't want to kill him. We just want to. We just want to. Well, this is just my chance to hit, not my damage. Oh. But also, like, I don't know how high it is. If he has like over twenty-one armor. I wish I could. I can't say. Because I don't know how strong heavy armor is. What? We are what? having a stare down right now between <laughs> me and the players because Michelle does no hobgoblin stats and she probably knows that I'm using base hobgoblin stats, but these new players do not know whether or not a 21 hits a hobgoblin. Uh, for, so, for reference though, I married a hobgoblin, a hobgoblin looking <laughs> and that his is armor such is fucking That is such a roast. <laughs> is it really? Yes. This is really killing Michelle inside, and I can tell, and it's so funny. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. That hits. Low damage. He finally gets to bring out the damage dice! Who's <laughs> <laughs> a speedy one? Oh! It's a two. <laughs> it's a two. Two plus two is four. You draw blood. <laughs> you, 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 you lunge forward and barely managed to get some of the meat underneath the, the, the armor, and it's 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 the dude's bicep. Looks injured, doesn't look like it like that. Definitely not as hardy as, say, the giant toad you guys fought earlier, but... At least it's four damage. Correct. I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> Alright, let's see, that is now Terra's turn. Also, uh, the hobgoblin does yell, Ugh! Really? So I'm now... 60 feet away. Correct, yes. From their encounter. 90, actually. 90 feet away from Because he ran forward another 30. Okay. You guys are really just bolting through this uh, sewer system. And that's why I've been trying to make sure I don't get too far away from you guys. You're too far away. <laughs> 60 feet's not that far. 90. How, how far can I do anything? Is there anything that would reach him at all? Well, I believe you're out of both of your bardic inspirations. You don't have a bow. You're kind of just out of options, to be honest. You just run another 30 feet. You know what direction that he went. <laughs> if she's within 60 feet of us, she can tell where we are, right? Ish. So she won't get lost. Oh, well, she's within 90 feet right now. I would like to use mending on her brain. <laughs> <laughs> it repairs small one-inch tears, and I believe that's all that bruising is. With objects, not creatures. That was creative. That was very creative, though. <laughs> Could give her our health potion. Can you remind me what vicious mockery is? <laughs> you talk shit about someone, and they need to make a saving throw, otherwise they take damage. What's the range? 30 feet. <laughs> oh wait, no, the range is 60 feet. Oh, Which wow. means you can use it after you run your 30 yeah. feet. Yeah, I'll say you can run 30 feet and then make the... Okay, I'm gonna run 30 feet and tell this big... Li you know it's a hobgoblin. So. Yeah, but I just told my husband this. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, it's an insult. And I was like, oh, I can make it insulting, but now it's bad! Now it'll get me in trouble! Okay, I'm gonna go up to him, or I'm going to run 30 feet, and I'm gonna say, Hey! Fight like a man! 
It is running for its goddamn life. Um, I'm going to roll a, I believe it's a wisdom saving throw. Yep, I'm going to roll a wisdom saving throw for it. Okay, has a plus zero. What do I need to beat? Pop it. Okay. I rolled a seven. Roll your d4. Yay! Two. That's pretty good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, you just added 50%. Yeah. <laughs> you did a lot of damage. <laughs> Tucker, you see the hobgoblin who had turned briefly as you had stabbed into it, kind of like winces a little bit, like, ah, holds its head, and you hear from behind you, Fight like a man! And he just kind of cringes a little bit. You seem to notice that he seems to be offended by this yell of fight like a man. He turns and slams his shield and his sword together. I'm more than man. And that is going to be, <laughs> that is going to be the Hobgoblin's turn. He's going to, uh, you have been annoying. <laughs> so this time he's going to toss his shield to the ground. Holding his long sword with both hands now is going to take a slash at you. He does have disadvantage. So roll two take lower. I'm assuming a 13 doesn't hit. 17. So he slashes at you and it just binks off of your shell. Uh, You see a a look of regret on his face. However, he's already faced you. Um, That is Tucker's, your turn. Right here. Okay. You go in to stab. You do notice he put his shield to the side, so probably his armor is lower now. I did notice. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Tragic. That's a 2. Plus 4 is 6. Even if I add 6, that only gets me to 12. I really doubt that. You swing back and also dink off his armor. (laughs) Just swing at a dink! Alright, we're both just tanks. We're gonna sit here, hit each other all night long. (laughs) He glares back at you. Uh, Tara, that is your turn. I'd like They're to run. 60 feet away. <laughs> I would like to run 30 feet. Tara's getting some gains today. Yeah. You just have Davina in hand, just like, bitch! Bitch! I would like to run 30 feet. Okay, you're now 30 feet away. Is that an action? Uh, that's your movement. That's my movement. Yes. Okay, so now I'm 30 feet away. Yes. I would like to throw my rapier. Your hands are both occupied. I mean, you're tearing. I thought she was very light. (laughs) You're also very. My shoulder! You're also. You can still run as fast as You're also very weak, though. Oh, that's unfortunate. Wait, is Vicious Mafia attractive? Yeah. So you can do that every turn. Yeah. So. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it on Eric's mouse. I am going to use Vicious Mockery. Okay. What is the what is the the burn this time? Oh yeah. You can almost you can see them as a matter of fact. Burning you burning. you just saw the hobgoblin dink off of uh, Tucker's armor. Just as Tucker dinked off the hobgoblin's armor. Is there anything like distinct about this guy? Like I don't like. No, it, he just looks like a little small hobgoblin. Yeah, it's like maybe you can <laughs> see something that's a little bit different. <laughs> uh, I will say this: um, some of the sewage seemed to have splashed onto this guy's face, and he looks very pissed about it. Okay, he has like dirt and shit on his face. Alright, look you shit covered dog mutant. 
<laughs> wow, you talked to your husband like that? <laughs> See, I knew this would happen! Look, you shit-covered dog mutant! Can't hit shit! <laughs> uh, take your vicious mockery. <laughs> I'm sorry, that passes. That was a 16, I believe that uh, passes. Oh. Yeah, her thing is 13. Oh, yeah. this is bad. What didn't kill him made him stronger. <laughs> he he yells back, You would know nothing about shitheads. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That is the hobgoblin's turn. Sword. That, that, why am I trying to fight a fucking turtle with fucking high AC? Anyway, this is literally two high AC targets attacking each other. Oh yeah, at, at this point, fucking, I'll say the hobgoblin like elbows you in the stomach and goes, I'm gonna fucking cut you down, you monster. Oh no. That's a 17 to hit. Oh, that's his. I, my AC is 17. That hits. Only, we say, 6 damage. Oh. I had 6 current hit. Oh my gosh. No! He cuts you down. Now that his enemy is down, he's just gonna run. And he runs 30 feet. How far is he? 60. So if you dropped Divina. I'm gonna drop Divina. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna drop Divina and I'm going to make Wait. But your action would be running another 30 feet. I so you wouldn't be able to hit him. Without her. Right, yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to do anything. Once you get to him, you can't do anything until next turn. Yep. And you'll leave a trail of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, stabilize. So you run up 30 feet and you stabilize. Yeah. Roll a. So it actually goes around to Tucker first because Tucker is first in the initiative before you. Roll me a death saving throw. And do you have any inspiration left? Yes. Do you, have, you actually have an inspiration point left? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't use it. Okay. Because I didn't use it because it wasn't in the chain. House rules also you can add your inspiration points to your death saving throws. Ooh. Okay. What are my numbers for death saving? Ten to twenty is a pass. Uh, one to nine. Uh, one to nine is a fail. Natural one is two fails. Nat twenty is pop up to one HP at the beginning of your turn. Can I use inspiration to fix a nat one? No. Okay. Fourteen. That is one pass. Uh, Tara, that is your turn. You run up. If uh, I succeed three times, then I just stabilize. Stabilize, stabilize. Right? You don't pop up to one HP though. You could just die. He has a barbecue. I have inspiration for the one time it doesn't go well. Like, odds are on my side. Oh. Now can I throw my dagger? 20 to, 60, 20 to 40 feet away. Um, and now I've feet. run 30 feet, so the guy's It'll be, be with disadvantage. Okay. You want to do it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw my dagger. Row 2d20s. I think your cantrip would do more damage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is a nine. And that's a 17. It misses. You chuck a dagger down the, this hallway and you just hear like a. Because oh, it lands on the ground. It would have been really funny though if you got a nat 20 and like another nat 20 and then rolled six. For damage. Oh. Uh, that is the hobgoblin's turn. You see the hobgoblin get out of your sight as it fully so he's sprints. 60 feet away. Uh, I mean, it was already 30, so now he's 90. And you guys, there's there's been like hallways and stuff to like go different directions. You guys don't know where he was going now. Oh, he's running 60 now. Yeah. He's 30. Yeah, because he was fighting you. 
That is now back up to Tucker. Roll your death saving throw. Wow. Pass. Tara, that's your turn. I am going to... Is there any medicine that I can do on uh, Tucker? To try to stabilize him? Yeah. Gone now. The yeah. hobgoblin is <clears throat> the guy. Well, you can't talk to me. You're subconscious. This is me talking to me. The goddamn hobgoblin is gone now. <laughs> I should stabilize him. <laughs> yeah, we are a little. Okay. Stabilize him. <laughs> Five. Uh, it does uh, not work. Yeah, you try to help, but this is also a big ass reptile. You don't know how his physiology works. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub your testicles. It's okay. <laughs> Tucker, that's back to you. Death saving throw. Six. I'm gonna use my bardic inspo. Two. Oh. That's eight. Eight. Terra, so that's one fail. If you get a nat one now, your character dies. That is your turn. Like to try and stabilize. Tucker. Okay, okay. Ooh, you stabilize Tucker, and Tucker, you are no longer at risk of dying. <laughs> Look, that inspiration helped a lot there, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was so uh. inspiring. It inspired me to die a little quicker. <laughs> and with that depressive, <laughs> difficult fight, um, you guys were able to collect all but two of the dynamites because those exploded on you guys. They exploded. Um, so you guys have 18 dynamites. However, you cannot carry both of them back by yourself. So what would you like to do? I would like to take a piece of dynamite and walk like 40, 60, 90, enough feet away from the bodies. I would like to attach it to the ceiling and light them up. You do not have anything to light up. Oh, are you going to... I'm gonna take the tinderbox off his body. Did you know he had a tinderbox? She didn't. I never told her. But didn't you light something? No. I thought about it. But then I was told I would blow myself up. Also, you don't really know what you guys are underneath right now. <laughs> I was just gonna blow up something random and go, oh, oh, good. She could, she could like search my backpack and- I'm gonna search his backpack for the map. Or you could put us next to each other. Because right now we're 60 feet apart. 30 feet apart. 30. Oh, yeah. You just drag your friends together. <laughs> it's like dragging their feet. They're not going to get up until an eight hour rest. I'm oh, going to have to get up. Okay, so I'm going to go pick up Davina and put her next to Tucker. And then I'm going to search Tucker's backpack for the map. Uh, it doesn't take long. You find the map. You find all of his gold, too. I'm going to leave his money. Okay. I'm not at the stupid level. Oof. You find the map. Um, <laughs> Through unconsciousness, I flinch. <laughs> <laughs> you find the map, but here's going to be an important thing. Give me a fucking intelligence roll. Okay. 11. Okay. Not bad. Oh! Just the modifier. One, so that is not going to be enough to understand how to use this. Okay. So, I'm just going to look at the map. And just, I'm just gonna have the map open and look at it and go, fuck. <laughs> fuck. You stare at the map, it does not seem to make sense. You did find a bedroll. <laughs> you did find a, a bedroll in uh, Tucker's bag. Okay, I'm gonna position them spooning. In... <laughs> I'm gonna position them in the 
position them spooning out of spite for her calling us lovers earlier. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave them in the bedroll, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, I mean, Davina had brought one too. I'm gonna try. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take that one and try to get some shut eye. We're sleeping here tonight. Okay. Are you just gonna rest like that? Yeah. Alright, so you guys, um, oof, you guys had a bit of a rough day, but eight hours later, you guys wake up. Now, here's the issue, is that Davina and Tucker, while you guys don't live the best of lives, you guys have never slept in the sewers, and yesterday was very, very tiring. So to start, I'm going to need both of you guys to give me a constitution saving throw. D20 plus your constitution save. I got a 2 plus 1. Ah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 5. Oh. What, oh. Plus none? Plus none. Oh. Jesus. Um, okay, that's very bad. Give me a sec. I <laughs> didn't expect you guys to fail so badly. The smell was so horrible, our faces melted off. And for the rest of the campaign, we were skeletons. <laughs> I need to, yeah, I actually need to search something up. I didn't think we'd have to have this mechanic so soon, but um, uh, here we are. Are we being poisoned? Are we dead now? I, I, I mean, you might be dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, uh, again, a five and a three, unfortunately not going to pass. You guys both suffer one level of exhaustion, meaning that you have disadvantage on all ability checks until you get a proper night of sleep. Well, shit! Oh, uh, Tucker, or, uh, Tara, you actually don't have that. You, you, you're from the deaths. This is honestly, like, this, this feels more like home than your few hours above ground, because it is, I mean, it's, uh, it's more damp and smelly than the depths, but it is dark and nice and cozy. Cozy? I mean, not necessarily cozy. You found a cozier <laughs> spot. You found a cozier spot, we'll say. That's true. You guys all groggily wake up, and I believe... Tara, you did leave your two party members in a bit of a weird position. I, if I remember correctly, I totally left Davina on top of Tucker's house. I'm sorry, Tucker's house? Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Um, okay. So, Tara, you wake up first, we'll say. Your circadian rhythm, I don't know if that's actually how you say it, don't at me. Your circadian rhythm is the least disturbed out of your compatriots. So you wake up normal, um, definitely still nursing a little bit of tenderness from the explosion, kind of a little bit of disorientation when you wake up, but you glance over at your party members and they are still in the position that you left them. And blearily... Slowly, slowly opening their eyes. Would you like to say anything to them as they wake up? I'm not gonna say a damn thing. I'm gonna look at them, I'm gonna scoff. Just, ugh. Cause they're still there! And I had to- they were heavy. So, I'm a little annoyed. I'm gonna scoff at them. And I'm gonna go to the nearest wall, and I'm going to press my entire body all the way up to my fingertips against the wall, and I'm gonna feel for how cold the wall is from my feet to the tops of my fingertips to see if the sun is out above me. This is a bullshit depths thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's, that is really, really smart, actually. That's 
I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, that totally makes sense. The sun isn't exactly out normally for you, so yeah, I mean, sure. Um, I'm not gonna make you roll for it. I'm not gonna make you roll for it, because this, this makes sense with your backstory to be part of your skill set. Um, it is currently... the sun is out. The sun has been out for not long, so it's likely... You, you'd be able to tell it's morning. Okay. So, after doing that, I'm gonna go wake them up rudely. I'm gonna kick Tucker's shell, and I'm gonna sh uh, push and shove Davina. Just kind of shake her awake. Thought you were gonna say shiv for a <laughs> no, second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle them both awake. Oh, my back feels kind of funky. Oh, why? Why am I so heavy? Did I sleep with my back in an arch? <laughs> Why can't I roll over? <laughs> the two of you see Tara with hands on the wall, just turning her head slowly at you with a maniacal little smile on her face. I'd like to think that I do let out quite a chuckle. Quite a... <laughs> because um, for all the hell that they put me through, they're still good out. Bitch and moan about, about our situation. You guys should be grateful you're alive. What happened? Well, for starters, turns out that you're pretty heavy, Davina. I had to carry you for some knows how long. And you know what, Tucker? It was not easy to drag you either. The two of you passed out and I had to tuck you away somewhere so that sun damn creature wouldn't come back. Are you saying it got away? It's gone, yeah. Why didn't you get it? Why are you alive? I helped you. Say thank you. Thanks. Mm. Yeah, all the thanks I am. We gotta get out of here. Wait, so does that mean I was close to death? I don't know what death is like for you. Wait, people. actually, do I know what death is? Is she aware of the concept of mortality? <laughs> no, actually, no, Davina just death. goes through her life, like, covered in stardust, like, fucking yeah. smiting foes, clearly. Wait, can I repeat that? How do people like her die? What do you mean? Like, regular people? People like her? Whoa! <laughs> How do celestials die? She's not a celestial, she's an Asimar. She's only part celestial. Did I almost become an angel? Uh, that's a little presumptuous, don't you think? What do you mean? Everybody becomes angel. We become dirt. Dirt? No, that's not true. What happens to your body when you die? I become an angel. What does that mean exactly? Well, you go from being alive to becoming an angel. But you don't die. Nobody dies, right? I'm not ready for this, Tucker. I'm not down to debate existentialism with a five-year-old. You don't have to. Let's just move on. Can we get out of here? Does anyone know a way up? Let me take a look at my map. Okay, Tucker, would you like to take out the map? You, uh, you have the, 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 the map already in your shell. I take it out, I, lo I look at the map. What is it that I find? So, just as was the case yesterday, you see that this is a map of the sewers. It outlines a lot of important areas. They're not labeled, 
but kind of the, the, the pathways are all measured out, essentially. You do see that... Well, I mean, you, you know actually a little bit about the entrances and exits. You think that you could probably find your way back to where you guys entered if you'd like, but there's exits from the sewers much closer than that. Do I know where we are right now? Yes, you guys are underneath the armory. Uh, street level, though. You guys are underneath the, um, the west face of the armory. So not underneath the actual armory itself. Sorry, that's not correct. You guys are basically underneath the street next to the armory on the west side. Okay. Um, there is an exit from here, actually. It's not too far away. I think we should claim our bounty now. I know a nearby exit. Uh, I happen to um, need some weapons. Can we use this dynamite to blow up this wall and make a small hole to enter the armory? Are you saying you want to borrow some equipment? Great, I'm all down for that. I don't think this is wise. Any kind of explosion would set off alarms and you would be swarmed. And the last one did what exactly? You're talking about blowing a hole directly into the armory. People will notice. I'm talking about blowing a three foot nine hole into the armory. That's gonna be fucking loud, bitch. All right, all right, all right. How do we get out of here? But I still need supplies. And you guys could do with a good night's rest, apparently. Tucker, there's an exit fairly close by. Um, there's a there's a piece of rope that's been kind of blended in with rat shit against the wall so that it's unnoticeable, basically. You know where it is, though. You know the denoters and how to find it. But once you pull that, a sewer latch and uh, ladder opens up. Okay, uh, can I do a... Just quick check to make sure that we're still safe. Sure, that nothing's go ahead. gonna happen when I, you know, try to escape. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. That is, uh, what's my modifier? Nine total. Yes. Oh God. Uh, there's nothing that you see. All right then. Well, if I notice nothing, there must be nothing, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that's absolutely how this works. Um, yeah, there's So yeah, nothing. I'm going to I'm going to walk up and pull the rope that I am familiar with. Cool. You guys see Tucker kind of walks away from you guys briefly and oh, wait. starts Can I see the rope? It's dark, right? <laughs> I keep on forgetting your character doesn't have yeah, dark vision. I don't, I don't see it. I forgot to for a moment. So you've been having this entire conversation in relative darkness thus far, which which explains which is why I couldn't tell why I couldn't get rolled over when Davina was on me. Um, no, you. I mean, you typically would probably carry a torch with you in cases like this. You could light a torch if you wanted to. I believe I you have some with you. Tinder. Seeing eye dogs. <laughs> Would you like to describe to them what to look for? Do you guys see a rope hanging from the ceiling about a meter away? <laughs> the fuck are you, a dolphin? <laughs> I'm using echolocation to try to find your damn rope. Is this another depths thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> You're getting OP. <laughs> Just to, to to clarify, Tara does not have echolocation. No, I'm totally fucking with him. I know. I, 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 okay, I thought that was what you were going for. <laughs> I saw your expression. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was just fucking with Tuck. Wow, you can do the bad thing? That's so cool. No, dumbass! I don't know where your rope is! Like the tinder. <laughs> but you can still do the bad thing, right? No. I can't do the bad thing. Can't, can't you see in the dark? Alright, fine, fine, fine. What am I looking for? So, a rope smushed into a shit wall. Yes. Covered in shit. Uh, oh, yes. I know the smell of shit. I am... I'm gonna find the rope. Okay. Um, would you like to make a perception check? Sure. This is so disgusting. You guys are in the sewers. What do you think is in the sewers? Why do you think I lost my constitution? Oh. I hate the sewers, apparently. She got a wonderful roll. Oh my god. Oh my what? god. She got a wonderful roll. What? She got one? a nap one. <laughs> <laughs> my perception? Yeah. Oh, if I get a nat one, does that mean my modifiers don't count? Yeah, they don't. It's an autofill. Yeah. Um, this is what I will say. I'm so sorry to, to play this card. You might be too short. <laughs> so I find it, but I can't reach it. Or it's not eye no, level you for you. It. Oh, I can't find it at all. Because this is know what you like to look as well. Hmm, let me give it a look, see. Uh, remember, you are <laughs> exhausted, so you have disadvantage. Not a 20. <laughs> not a 20, y'all. Oh, no. 11 plus perception. Let's see. 2, 13? 13? Yeah. Yeah, you, you see it. It's, it's not yes. that hard to see, actually. Thank it's God, just, one of us has on this wall. shit rope. Yeah. Yeah, you see the shit rope. Nat 20 wasted. <laughs> no. Right. After so a nat 1. Wasted potential. I, I was so ready for you to roll a 1 after that. Same. I, with your guys' expressions, I thought it was a 1. That would have been funny. Oh, no. No, for you. I found it. It's a rope covered in... Who? Good. Now pull it. Okay. <laughs> I just, without hesitation, just grab onto the rope. I just. I oh, it's like... so slimy. It's so yeah. weirdly slimy and crusty at the same time. This feels kind of like the big centipedes that I fought. It's the same kind of texture. Ugh. Alright, well, let's go, guys. So, so what happens when she pulls the rope? Um, Davina pulls the rope. Davina, you grab it with two hands and you firmly just yank it down like you're pulling a bell. And immediately you guys hear a... As a hatch uh, above you guys just pops open and the uh, the rungs of a ladder just... Come all the way down and slide all the way down. And there's a ladder now. Do they fall on any of us? Would you like them to fall on someone? I think someone? we should roll for it. Is there light <laughs> beaming down? There is light coming down. Um... It does not fall on anyone. <laughs> All right. I'm the lightest. I immediately grab the rungs and start climbing up without saying anything. I'm gonna climb over Tucker and get in front of him <laughs> and then climb up the rest of the ladder like a three foot nine monkey. I don't think Tara is capable of this. <laughs> Um, I am big. I got a shell. That's not exactly climbing material. That's yeah, tell me about your your speed. 
climbing ladders, Mr. Tortle, because I have been underneath piles of rocks for my whole life. I have a plus two acrobatics, bitch. I will say this. Uh, for fun, why don't y'all make opposed acrobatics checks? Twelve plus two is fourteen. Oh, Twelve wow. plus two is fourteen. Oh my! Wait, was that a tie? <laughs> yes. That's a tie. That's a roll off. Then roll again. Oh shit! The same time. Yeah. So so what what starts to happen is uh, as Tucker climbs first, just going at a normal pace. Tara sees this and is not happy with it, and climbs on the other side of the rungs and starts to try to overtake him. <laughs> Davina's just gonna wait patiently at the bottom. Fifteen. Oh my god! And we have the same modifier. You guys both rolled again. We tie it again. What happens, Jonathan? You guys both slip at the same time. Like <laughs> you guys both grab the wrong spot and just start to slide down. I'll say it happens to Tara first, and Tucker turns to <laughs> laugh, and then you also start sliding. <laughs> ah! Roll again. I'm gonna just be like, y'all are silly, and I'm oh. just gonna start heading up. She got a five and I got a nat one. <laughs> this is insane. Tara is able to barely, barely stop her momentum as she starts to slip. Tucker, you fully eat shit on the ground. Um, I'm not going to roll damage. I'll say you fall in like the sewer water though. Just face, face and muck and shit. Yes, and everything grossness. is shit now. That's for not saying thank you. Then I'm going to leave Davina, you, you climb up and you see Tucker starting to fall towards you and just move out of the way just as he lands <laughs> a loud splash. And Tucker, you, you look up at the light as the two figures start to obscure it as they climb to surface level. Are you joining them? Yes. <laughs> With my wounded pride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, that was an awesome cannonball, man. <laughs> Glad you liked it, Davina. <laughs> so you guys managed to get to surface level. As you guys come to surface level, you guys are briefly disoriented by the sudden light, the bright light. You guys were underground for essentially a full day, actually. Um, even Terra, you only recently started getting used to natural light, so this is just as drawing to you as it is to your two party members. As you guys stand here and take in the sound, the, the sights, the noise, everything that's just kind of hitting your senses at once, you all become disoriented as you your eyes trail over and you see the town armory. Or rather, what used to be of it. You see that it has caved in underneath itself. You see people screaming, running around with their faces in various states of chaos. You see people injured lying on the street in pools of blood. You see town guard rushing around, people uh, that are dressed like blacksmiths just freaking out and crying in the streets. However, as you guys kind of blink the sunlight out of your eyes and regard your surroundings a little bit more clearly, you see a different scene and you see it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just the town armory. It's there's a guard out front, he kind of waves to you guys as he notices it's kind of strange, but eh, you know, it's not really his business. Um, you see people going about their regular days. You see that the town armory is fine. It hasn't caved in. Everything is normal, it seems. You guys were able to stop it from being attacked. 
Did we have a hallucination just now? Is that Tara asking? Or? <coughs> That's me. That's yeah. Kylie and Eric asking. Yes, you did just have a, you just did have a group hallucination of something. So now we have come out from seeing that vision and noticed that it's fine. Yep. Do we notice any damage from the one dynamite that went off? Nope. Is there any like people who look like they heard it and they're like Oh no, because we were down there a while, huh? So That would have been last night. As a matter of fact, as you guys are kind of standing around looking, because it, it does take a full moment for you guys to kind of come out of this weird daze, uh, you guys notice the, the town guard that kind of just nodded to you guys earlier kind of starts to walk over, looking a little bit concerned at you guys. Because you guys are going through a variety of motions of like shock and concern and dis- d- just disturbed faces to kind of Slowly coming out of it, like, whoa. And also, Tucker is dripping shit onto the street. You guys see a humanoid, draconic creature wearing the town regalia and typical metal armor of a town guard over his or her shimmering blue scales, having almost a dual layer of protection. At their side, they wield a spear, a scimitar hangs from their belt, and a shield with a belt buckle from their offhand. This draconic creature in particular has a brutal burn mark from its neck to just over its snout, and its reptilian slit eyes regard you as it approaches. However, uh, as it approaches, you see its snout kind of curves into a slight smile. Uh, He approaches you and kind of holds up a hand. Good morning. Uh, How are the three of you? Are you alright? Is everything alright? You all look a little bit perturbed. Take us to the mayor. The what? So, as a reminder, there is not a mayor, there is a royal family. <clears throat> Take us to the authorities. Did you? He is the authorities. He's I a guard. am the authorities. Did you do something wrong? Is something the matter? You all look very... No, my back hurts, but I'm fine. Oh, okay, good. Um, if you... Sorry, did something happen? You, you seem very, very concerned, Dorf. Why? Oh, is this about the, the earthquake from last night? Are you alright? My concern is none of your business. You know what? I just started my shift. I'm not going to deal with this. If you want to make any complaints, you can go to Town Hall. Sounds good. Do you know where that is, Dwarf? Tucker. This way, girl. He kind of just, like, shakes his head and rolls his eyes a little bit. Um, He does nod to you, Davina, because you're actually polite. Um, he he kind of gives you a smile as you leave and just waves, and then you guys see him kind of jog over back to his post. Um, I, and I should add, as I said, this way, girl, it's just kind of a defeated resignation. Like, <laughs> I'm covered in shit. I'm dealing with this rude girl talking to the guard, making assumptions, and like, I'm just like, I'm I'm so tired. I just want to shower. <laughs> I, I want to get my bath, bounty. Bath. And, like, deal with all the crap that needs to be dealt with afterward. That's where Tucker's at right now. I imagine that his six-foot-three stature kind of turns to, like, a five-foot-eight. He's just got his head kind of, you know, a little laid down. Every time a person looks at him with his, like, weird smell and all the shit on his face, he just doesn't make eye contact. His pride is very wounded in this moment. As you walk, there is, like, a... Uh. noise as you walk. I should say, though, they should also be smelly. They oh, they do. There, yeah. But here's the thing is that you fell into the shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm aware of how disgusting I am right now. 
All right, wonderful. So you guys start heading towards Town Hall to redeem your bounty. Your bag still filled with a hobgoblin head and a demon toad corpse. And that is where we will end episode three. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Good fucking lord, that combat was difficult. Um, what did you guys think about fighting a hobgoblin for the first time? Was that the one that we killed or the one that ran away? The, the one, hobs? They were both hobgoblins. Okay, they were both hobs. Uh, hobs is definitely some kind of derogatory word for them. Wait, is it actually? I don't know. I'm going to say it is now because Hobbs just sounds <laughs> strange. My condolences to Kylie's husband, who is uh, a Hobgoblin now and was just called a derogatory term. It's cool. I call him a Hoblin. You call him a Hoblin? Yeah. Not even a Hobgoblin, just right. a Hoblin. Just a Hoblin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how did everyone feel about... There was a lot of stuff that happened this episode. Well, I mean, for starters, we killed the giant toad with ease, but then couldn't catch this one slimy hobgoblin. <laughs> Bastard was really slippery. <laughs> yeah. You guys did fairly well, though. That dynamite was insane. I, dude, oh my gosh, that did so much damage. I just, you guys weren't inspecting any, you guys weren't being stealthy at a certain point, and I was like, well... There's another I had I had pre-made that there was there was there was at least one other hobgoblin and they were waiting for their companion to come. So when they didn't come back, they started getting suspicious. And then you guys are just walking through the hallways with light, with noise, with everything. Of course they're gonna set up like an ambush point. Yeah, that was a uh, not smart of our very not smart group. <laughs> it's, it's very typical. It makes sense. Um, we were all stealthy for the first one, and then we we're like Eh, they didn't do anything with this one. We're probably good for the other eight. <laughs> you guys do have a rather substantial gold prize coming to you very soon, though. I'm sure you guys are very excited about that. To redeem that next episode next week. Oh, yeah. What oh, was yeah. our... Did we decide to split it evenly? Three ways? Which I... one? The 100 gold reward the for bounty. the... I oh, I think so? I remember um, we had a discussion about it. I think we ended up on splitting equally. Yeah, I believe it was splitting equally. Um, but yeah. If anybody else doesn't have anything to say, I think we can end there. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight for the After Hours Adventures podcast. Tune in again next week to see the consequences of our adventurers' actions. We'll be sure to leave y'all a mug at the table. Peace, everyone. <laughs>